Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Marvelous or the Death of Cinema. On today's episode, we take a look at the irreverent action comedy, genre-defying, R-rated, fourth-wall-breaking Ryan Reynolds vehicle, Deadpool. It's fine. It's it. We didn't hate it. I mean, it's I've already seen it before. Serviceable. It's totally it's adequate. it's fine. It's fine. It's better than most of the other junk we watch on this fucking show. A little bit, a little bit, but you not, know? not like. I mean, we've like I've we've our biggest like criticism of these movies has consistently been like there are no tits, there's no blood, there's no gore, there's no tits, there's no penis. There's oh yeah, no there's penis score. in this. There's penis in this. You and you pointed it out. You this is, this got is going to it before I did, believably. Oh yeah, it's on the Yup That's a Dick list officially, even though it's like it's 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 it's, it's far away. It's far away, but it is it is clearly sub, a dick. It's 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 almost on the level of Hollow Man, where it's like CG and it's a burned guy. No, but the Hollow Man that's like it. on screen like multiple times. It is, but both times it's very brief. I, but, it, um, it's memorable. It's brief but memorable. It's memorable. <laughs> yeah, guys, we are um we're we're still putting phase three of the MCU on pause. Um A because we just don't really care to do it right now, and B um just because in the in the interest of uh, the greater thesis twenty sixteen was a pretty busy yeah, yeah period. And I feel, and I think we want to, we we want to do a little catch up. We want to round up some of our strays, our kind of quasi Sony and Fox MCU movies that have been yeah, kind the, of retroactively rolled in, and yeah, some the of our stepchildren of the MCU uh, pre pre merger with uh, yeah. Fox pre uh, stringent negotiations on and off. Well, that's always been ongoing the, with like negotiations between like. Marvel, MCU, Disney, and Sony, especially when it comes to Spider-Man. Uh, so that's, so yeah, we're, this is, this is, I, yeah, this is the first movie that like counts as like the X-Men universe, but even then, because like the nature of Deadpool is so fourth wall breaking, like that's one of the main appeals of the entire character. It's so like it, it pokes fun you of itself kind of throw with continuity, continuity out the window. You, yeah. It. But um, you can you can assume that it is in the like if you can put it in a distinguishable like IP cinematic universe according to like, you know, it Sony's is like we have X Men in it's, the movie. It's X Men, yeah. They have the rights to say mutant. But That's it is also difference. like um the X, like that Fox X Men series, the continuity is a mess anyway. Like, yeah, I've seen most of those in past like three. I like, haven't the, seen any. The, I mean, the first three are relatively coherent, but past that point, it is just like every movie. It's just like, so where does this fit with the other ones? Like, you know, Logan was okay, but it's also like so, so, so. Uh, Professor X is dead or not? But, I mean, that's the beauty of this multiverse stuff. You can just kind of do whatever you want, whenever you want, and not have to care about anything making yeah, sense that or is a, That is all. a positive, but you know, the flip side is, of course, now gives Disney the opportunity to absorb all these different other, uh, like existing 
intellectual properties. Yeah, yeah. Like well, as that's... as we've seen with Quicks, the you know recasting Quicksilver with Evan Peters because uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson is off doing his own thing. He's on the Bear, right? That show with the chef. I have no idea. Is that him? I forgot he existed. Because if, if that's episode. him, he's getting his bag because that show is apparently very popular, and very well received. Is, is it about an on, on our... or a large hairy gay man? Uh, it's apparently about. I guess it could be both. Uh, restaurant kitchen cooks. So I don't. I don't know where the title "The Bear" comes in. Are they cooking a bear? Is one of them a bear? Is there a bear working in the kitchen? We don't know. We haven't watched the show. Um, he keeps getting into the dumpster out back. He keeps getting into the. Well, speaking. Well, speaking of dumpsters. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Hot news, live, exclusive. Not not exclusive. Breaking news. Uh, it's the the day has finally come, people. The trailer for Illumination Studios Super Mario Brothers movie has dropped, starring Chris Pratt as Mario, and the 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 reviews are in. It stinks. I didn't even. I can you actually watch the trailer? I just saw people posting about it that it was on Nintendo. Oh yeah, no, there's. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the trailer, the trailer's up. Oh here, let me actually watch this. I just saw the screenshots, and I just immediately launched into making jokes about it, um, based on nothing. I mean, yeah, live, live reaction, live Mario reaction. Trailer. Oh, this is gonna be. Yeah, let's do this. I've I've unhinged is... my jaw so I can create an extraordinary Stu... soy face. Yeah, Stu is going like to make the biggest soy face. He's gonna start pointing at the computer, going. Look, it's a thwomp. Look, oh, it's fuck, a Oh, fuck, it's coming Koopa. through my speakers. Shit, I need to send that to my headphones. <laughs> yeah, I watched it on my phone at work. Like a proper American. They're really leaning on Epic for this one, although I don't know if it's... <sighs> From the studio that brought you Minions. From the studio that brought you tap water flavored <laughs> media. From the studio that brought you the most fucking annoying things on the planet. Okay, yeah, here we go. Here's that very typical humor. They said, epic battle scene! Actually, it's a bunch of cute little penguins throwing snowballs. At least it looks nice. But looks a little too human Mario. Uh, yeah, everything's slightly too detailed. It's not that bad. I don't know. I mean, we're obviously not the audience. No, but I mean, admittedly, will that, like, will that stop me from maybe seeing it in the theaters on fifty milligrams of edibles? Who knows? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe yes. I did that with Sonic too, and I had a blast. I mean, it looks fine. It looks fine. It's fine. It's more. I'd say it's, it's fine because they've got basically Nintendo's art design, which is pretty good. It looks more interesting than most Illumination movies do. I mean, purely, uh, the question in the is sense of not being like your eyes slide off of it. The question is, is Toad going to show ass? Because in those minion movies, they love showing minion ass. Is Toad going to show? They love show. showing minion cheeks. Is he going to show? Is the mushroom head going to show his little mushroom head? Well, that's that's why they reduced Mario's. Uh, like that's why Mario's not thick and has no ass. They're they're giving ass all to Toad. So like, there's just like at the climax, like Toad just. <laughs> And, uh, I don't know where I'm going with so this that was, bit, other that than was, just, like, Illumination loves showing minion asses. 
So I guess Chris Pratt's attempting a New York accent, but like it's not. Why oh, it's he, so half-hearted. Why does he sound it's not like, even half-hearted. Like Mario's though. sounded the same in all the games since 1996, and I don't know why he wouldn't sound like that now. If you're going well, to do this why at all, they... like this movie doesn't need to exist, obviously, but just we can't name a name a famous Italian American actor. And and there we go. That's why they casted Chris Pratt. Because apparently there are no popular Italian American or Italian actors, or just you know, well, they should have no, uh, cast yeah. Al Pacino. They should have cast Al Pacino. Yeah, there we go. Just going yeah, full like heat, heat, big ass mode. Yeah, she got a great ass, and you got your head all the way up it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Back to back to Deadpool. Um. Oh no, we, so have, we I, have one more. Thing. Oh wait, um, we do. Yeah, uh, a little news item before we oh, we proceed. This, this, uh, this there is an air cut. <laughs> there is an air cut. Air he cut has confirmed. it on his computer. There's in in his tra- in his divorced sh- dad trailer. He showed, by the he river. showed the admin of the release the air cut Twitter account, which is a real thing. Has about twenty five thirty k followers. <laughs> he brought him over to his house, sat him down on like a little stool, opened up his little MacBook. And showed him like a Matroska, like two gigabyte Matroska video file of of the of the two and a half hour A or cut of the movie. It is out there. It's real. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna let me just read to, directly from this is this is being reported uh, from uh, on Twitter at rt ss. Why the fuck is there an S? <laughs> Anyways, um, the the, yeah, the they, air should stoffel. Oh, Suicide Squad. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they tweeted as of 10 hours ago, I had the honor of being shown The Cut by David Ayer. No BS. Two hours and 23 minutes of incredible, a totally different story. Forget the theatrical. This movie has a deeper message. Signed, Admin One. Uh, so, oh, oh, so he's answering questions. About it, someone asked, "Are are there any possibilities of the release of the film? Did you know anything about it?" And he just, the account just like responded in like not even proper like double quotes, but like apostrophes. There is hope. There's always hope. Yeah, they said when I when I saw the air cut today, I discussed with David Ayer the deeper meaning within the film. I was really sad to hear how he felt misunderstood for years over a character's portrayal. When had his film been showed as intended? People would have seen one. Ah, oh, this is a whole ass thread. I don't fucking care. Yeah, we don't but need yeah, to no, read the, that. The, the visual, the, the the mental image of like David Ayer just inviting the rando who runs this account on Twitter just to his like trailer house. <laughs> so I'm just imagining like a guy that looks like a cross between uh, Violent J from <laughs> the Insane Clown Posse and Harry Knowles from Ain't a Cool News. <laughs> Just coming over, like, squeezing <laughs> through the door. Oh, <laughs> ass devouring the stool that he's sitting on. Oh, oh, oh my God. He got, like, the ass of, like, uh, like, he got the, all the, the, oh, like the lady. Yeah, he got, or, or, like, the ass of, like, a middle school admin, like, secretary. <laughs> you, yeah, you know, that's a deep cut or just, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, still to be determined whether we'll ever see the air cut uh uh publicly um but i can i inshallah i i don't 
I don't think it is the the masterpiece that this well, of course, psycho no, of course is, is of making course it out to it's, me. Obviously, it's a mild, it's a minor curiosity, but it's um, it's probably it's more competent, probably more coherent at least. More coherent, definitely. Um, uh, yeah, I I will say this though. I think David Ayer, post hog, released the air uncut. <laughs> Actually, do you think like I could go either way? What do you think? Does Dave, does David Ayer have a foreskin? Is he an antagonist? <laughs> I was thinking. I was like, is he is like, he there's, there's, there's two, there's off the fringe around ways, his, his, his dome the, to to stretch it back out? And, there's one of two ways Stu is going to take this conversation about David Ayer. I'm like, presumably it's going to be like, do you think David Ayer has foreskin or not? The other option is, shit, I don't know, but well, whatever, wherever he takes it, I am guess I'm going down that hill with him. Uh, yeah, well, speaking, I guess this is a good segue now into speaking about Deadpool proper, because it is a, a movie with uh, more dick jokes than any other existing comic book movie I can think of. Comic book this movies, was- yeah, probably. Um, I mean, technically, so, Ghost World's a comic book movie. I don't think that actually has that many dick jokes. Yet. Yeah, or or at least like by comic book movie, it's yeah, like, I know, I know. I, I was really like, stretching the yeah, definition of comic or, or book movie. Sort of superhero, <laughs> like you know, like every square is a rectangle, but not every rectangle is a square. It's tomato, tomato, whatever. Um, so I have been very busy this week. I actually will be starting a brand new job that I'm really, really excited about. So I've been a uh, prepping for that, trying to finish up with my other job. So unfortunately, I did not really have time to sit down and write one of uh, my No, pre- no preamble, no t- preamble. Just go into it. Just jump into it. Okay. I. This is all I have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Y'all get it twisted. This rap shit is mine, motherfucker. Uh, fuck it. From the director of some purposely leaked test footage of Ryan Reynolds in a CGI suit comes a film for everyone who has ever complained that Marvel movies don't have enough CGI gore, femme dom pegging, or dick and ball jokes in them. It's Deadpool, the first R-rated superhero movie that proved R-rated superhero movies could make money. Unless you count Darkman, The Crow, Blade, Blade 2, Kick-Ass, or even Robocop. And that, but that's it. <laughs> that's all I wrote. Oh, that's, I mean, that's the thing. This movie doesn't have that much plot. It's not a it's, lot to it's, say. It's, really, it's simple in the sense, it's refreshingly simple. Like, like we, we, watched, we actually watched this together over Discord. The other night, which was was interesting, because uh, uh, Sue got to hear me quip throughout the whole movie, and uh, whenever uh, boobs came on s- screen, uh, Sue turned into a Tex Avery wolf. So that was fun to see. <laughs> your tongue, your tongue, like when, when Vanessa showed titty, oh, you're like, <laughs> yeah, literally, oh, yeah, that, that that like nanosecond of uh, you, you, yeah, you saw, saw boob. Um, like I was at a very formative age when Firefly came out. So yeah, so it's it's refreshingly simple, like in that the goal, like the the end game of this movie is not like Deadpool doesn't have to save the fucking world. He's not like, changing a timeline. He's just trying to, you know, fix his fucking mug and 
go back to have go back to his girl and have wonderful like cringy sex. Yeah, yeah. With, he he, with he met he met like every redditor's dreams. dream girl. It's just like I'm a I'm a I'm a sex freak and and I love that you're like uh, a weird pervert that makes gross jokes and 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 has wham on vinyl. No 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 no. Wham. Make it big is the album that George and Andy earned the exclamation point. Let's just have insane sex molested. all the time. They also they more importantly they I, bond I don't over know if that's molested. canonical or if she's or if they're both just I riffing. I think that that's canonical. Other. I think that's I thought they were both actually, just I, I didn't know. I didn't I don't read the comments, to, but I do remember that being like I, people on Tumblr being angry about that exchange. It's well, like people on Tumblr fun of it. Well, exactly. Well that's the the whole point people of that scene was just love to make fun of people who love to say yeah. they're to give them authority and really stupid arguments. So of course they'd be Jesus mad. Christ. It's true. I'm sorry. It's true. Pe- people love to use that, that. That's what all that stuff is. It's. I'm sorry. That's that's just a fact. Well, like, trauma, trauma. Yes, I wouldn't say being straight up. We might cut that, Miguel. Um, Stu is uncut and he is not afraid. So this this can we can. Oh, this could be <laughs> maybe. Oh, idea. Idea for for uh, we can have like a, a super edgy like uncut version that we really of this episode that we release on patreon the cat the un the uncut okay uh um, but anyway yeah so so he he's he's he's, he's a a, a, a hitman slash enforcer who used to be in the special forces he's a he's a self-confessed bad guy and he meets basically the perfect woman and um yeah then he finds out he has cancer and he Ev- goes to like get his everywhere. cancer treated and they're just like some group of guys are doing illegal uh basement x-men experiments and he gets the same superpower as wolverine but it makes him like hideously ugly and fucked up. yeah it turns him into uh uh like the in freddy when he turned into like the pepperoni on the pizza in that one Nightmare on Elm Street I've sequel. Any, I've never seen. Or he he looks sequels, yeah it yeah. just it, it he looks but it does kind of gross but not gross enough on but not gross enough like it's still like it's they, they, still they have the a whole bit with T.J. Miller where they riff on things he looks like which is like like half amusing half painful which a lot of the humor in this movie is like alternating between amusing or sometimes actually funny and then just like. It's just like ADR oh, dialogue dead. after the fact that was just like we need more quips right here. Yeah, like that, or like which is, dubbing yeah. over something improv for something they thought out was safer, had broader appeal. Um, I, I did read a quote from the director Tim Miller that he didn't want any jokes that people would have to look up on the internet. Which I mean, one. There's, Depending on your audience, <laughs> people are gonna have to look up who the hell Wham are and stuff on the internet too. Or Sinead O'Connor. Shane O'Connor right. Alien 3, which I mean, I'll give him at least credit for if you're going to make a pop culture reference joke, Alien 3 at least is like a little bit of a deep cut if you're younger than, especially if, if you're younger that, than 40. I, that's right. Okay. Not many people have seen Alien 3. Like, we're, we're well, people think, that like people movies, so we know balls. about Alien 3. I don't think most okay, people yeah. know about, the only people, the only normal people that know about Alien 3 are all over the age of 40 and what they remember is hating it because <laughs> only, Hicks only, and New die off screen at the start of it. <laughs> Hi, right? Donna. <laughs> and Donna. No, we're, we're, and Donna. Donna, Donna, Donna. And Donna. 
It's Donna. Uh, Donna, we, will we love you, Donna. Tell you everything about the production of Alien Three and all, and has memorized all five hundred production scripts. Yeah, um, it, uh, it, Alien Three episode with Donna coming eventually. I'm so, sure. Yeah, someday we'll get around someday. to doing that. Um, someday. Um, but yeah, there. Uh, so yeah, Wade Wade Wilson uh, becomes a disgusting. Uh, but more importantly, immortal, able to completely regenerate he's, he's himself. Su- he's supposed to have uh, lost his mind, but the movie kind of goes back and forth on if he's crazy or just wacky. They can't really he's just commit. wacky, like like an animaniac kind of wacky. Yeah, sort of. which which like the better. I've read some of the Deadpool comics, and the better ones kind of commit a little harder to him being like. Crazy, which is also like the whole fourth wall self-awareness thing is supposed to be like he's crazy yeah um yeah which is why nobody else like responds to it um but like the movie can like it goes back and forth on if he's just like an anti-hero in the sense that he like kills people that basically deserve to die and is a little bit like mean versus like he's like genuinely like kind of amoral chaotic neutral chaotic like it's the kind of, i mentioned this with the suicide squad and like kind of the harley quinn character now and he can't commit to being like chaotic good chaotic neutral chaotic evil to put it in dnd terms they kind yeah. of have that problem with deadpool in this movie where they kind of don't know where to draw that line um because i think he's actually the character works better when he's more of a always sunny character and less of a a, a guy we actually yeah. genuinely like. Um, yeah, if he was like, well, I I think and yeah, bo- both with like Harley too, it's like I think it's it's also just part and parcel to being like part of a huge like yeah, widely known superhero franchise. To, like to we too can't show people. a scene of like Harley Quinn or like Deadpool like decapitating an infant. Like we can't. Well, that, we, that would be they're not going to show excessive that. for that. But I mean, like, just they're not. They they got to pick a lane. I'm saying, yeah, P- pick yeah, a lane. No, figure out where yeah. your character's moral boundary is, other than just not a hero in the in well, the strictest I mean, we, sense. Um, what what is what is established about Wade Wilson? And also from decide the, how from fucking crazy he actually is because he doesn't actually seem that crazy in this movie, which is yeah, he well one of its weak points. I, I know this is a better um so this this isn't technically the first film adaptation of the Deadpool character Ryan Reynolds. No, he was played, in X Men Origins Wolverine, which is which doesn't it like he, he Ryan Reynolds is in it for like five minutes at the beginning, just being like a guy who riffs. Then there's a CGI Deadpool at the end who has his mouth literally sewn shut, who's just like a generic. He's like a hyper bad guy that they've given every X Men power to for Wolverine to fight. It's obscenely stupid and of course people hated it oh yeah both yeah, both, was... West, both the the movie and uh the adaptation but uh ryan to give like we've we've talked a little bit about ryan reynolds before just in, he's the non that continuum with like chris pratt of like annoying quippy hollywood guys um but we were, sick of we were him both, in general but he, he works in this movie. he works in this like we you said you know you were you were I was surprised, surprised at how much i wasn't annoyed at him all the time watching um this. like and i i have to give him credit for the fact that he was really the champion for this project like the like the, a deadpool movie had been in development hell at least since like 2004 it, it had been like various yeah. stages of development but 
Ryan Reynolds was always the one who was, you know, being like, I am playing Deadpool. Um, because like there was that line, like the actual yeah, comic the where someone actually says, make like he, he there's he compares himself to looking like a fucked up Ryan Reynolds. Um, yeah. And he thought that was that funny, area. which you know what it is. It and, is. Um, um, and I, I do, I do respect Ryan Reynolds for like really like never giving up on this, you know, idea of a movie and wanting to make, you know, it as well, faithful I, as possible and, and sticking by it. But I think there's something to, uh, cause he did, yeah, like part of the marketing for this was just doing a ton of like in character bits on social media and various videos and stuff. And just so being in like the he, suit all the time. Yeah, I felt like he was pretty committed to it and, and at least grasped the character at some level. Although apparently Deadpool two, like the director of this one <laughs> to motors out because of creative disagreements with, Reynolds, which makes me kind of wonder, because I mean, huh, huh, maybe there's there, there's an extra reason why I didn't like Deadpool too. Maybe it was maybe because uh, uh, Miller was like, yeah, I don't want to kill off like Vanessa because she's like the uh, well, actual we'll best see when character. We get to that movie. one. Um, yeah, we'll get to we'll I'll but, go uh, off on that, but I think I've been seeing this trend now, and it probably starts particularly with I mean, I don't maybe Hugh Jackman and Wolverine to an extent, with but but like. Especially with what Robert Downey Jr. And, and Iron Man, where the actor kind of takes an ownership role over the character, at least in film yeah. and TV, they're kind of like th- th- this. This specific character is like my little baby. This is mine. I'm going to have like some creative influence over how the character is depicted and imbue something of myself in them and that. And like Margot Robbie's done that with Harley Quinn. Yeah, absolutely. She's, She's like, like an executive producer on. Yeah. Although, again, like Birds Lady Gaga is going to be no. playing Harley Quinn, the Joker sequel, which I'm super down to see. Like, it's the only other person I could see actually being That's interesting just, in that role. But um, choice, right? it's a it's, it's a weird an interesting choice. choice. It's, it's an interesting choice at the very least. But um, yeah, like like how, you know, uh, Robert Downey Jr. like really, really sunk into like, you know, the Tony Stark persona or these really, really coasted off of like the coolness that that afforded him because was it was the role one of like one of the roles like, that really brought him out what, what uh, made the character was robert downey jr's imp- part of his improvisations and kind of the thing he brought to the character Ex- yeah right? like yeah. you don't have that iron man that tony stark without, without robert downey him jr. specifically so i right. think like that's kind of the thing they're like i'm gonna put my stamp on this character i'm gonna have some degree of ownership over them and, and kind of ride ride them and and kind of make them kind of a staple part of my my career and, and, and big vehicle, um, which were uh, like I don't that, think there's anything. I wrong think that's with that. what Will Smith wanted to do with in Suicide yeah. Squad with with Deadshot. <laughs> it just didn't work. And, and then he tried to do it again with Bright, <laughs> which we are not watching for this podcast. Which we are not we are not watching Bright. We'll we see. Not, we're not no. We'll see. Um, but. I mean, I, I, I've, I had seen this movie like twice before. I had seen it like, if not opening week, and I saw it in theater, uh, when I was in, like the last semester of college when it like came out. Um, this was like this was a this was like a February release too. Yeah, and like February. This was this was like one of the like, like I feel like 2015 through like 2017 is when like like the months of January and February kind of stopped being the months where like 
people would i mean they still kind of all are are the months where like movie studios will just like drop their shit that they don't know what else to do with garbage you know the as like the red letter media video fuck you it's january or you know fuck you it's february but like like because also i know like it'll be a while till we get to black panther but black panther was also a february release um you know People really weren't looking at February yeah, as as successful. They weren't or confident in this movie. They, they, they weren't. Cut, they cut like seven million dollars off the budget right before it went into production. Like yeah, I think, well, like the the ideologies behind what does or doesn't make money among the studio guys are like really fixed in stone and really actually genuinely out of touch with what audiences actually want a lot of the time. Well, let's, like they don't. Let's, they don't actually tell, know what they believe. How much was the budget for for Deadpool? It was like fifty-eight million, I think, if I remember. Fifty-eight million, and yeah. it made seven hundred eighty-two point six million at the box office. Um, now, yeah. here's the thing: huge, huge, this huge return. Fifty-eight, fifty-eight million was is considered lower budget, or even for for just like this uh, Marvel movie film, it is considered a low budget yeah. film. Fifty-eight million, which uh, like I just. Look this up. Of course, adjusted for inflation, RoboCop had a budget of like thirteen million. Uh, which no, that's been before like, inflation. That's after inflation. Exactly. That's, yeah, before that's which, like thirty, thirty-five million. Right. Yeah. So it's like it's just, and I guess like they they also with that again, it's it's kind of funny to consider fifty-eight million low budget, but for yeah. this sort of project, it was considered low budget, um, and uh, like that kind of like usually lower budgets breed like innovation and creative ways of doing something to make up with like you know the lack of finances yeah yeah you know this this necessity is the mother of invention which which this movie really took advantage of not in the movie itself but in the marketing yeah really well again like they just kind of like they had ryan reynolds kind of drive the marketing and i think this the reason why like they had that baffling choice to have a She-Hulk Tinder profile was because they did it with Deadpool first. Yeah, and then they uploaded the trailer onto Pornhub under like Yeah, they they just had like they had billboards. Uh Ryan Reynolds was doing like like late night talk show appearances. In character, shit. yeah. In character, you know, like little clips. Uh, uh, a, a, a fame social which I mean most social media foods between celebrity or fake. Um it's like wrestling, a lot like a lot of like public stuff with celebrities, their relationships, their 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 hustles. A lot of that stuff's like wrestling. It's it's all fake. It's stage managed by managers and PR guys to create synergies and stuff. Um, it's all like I, I don't know. Like I like yeah, it was all like like it all obviously like it, it worked, but but it worked because it was like novel and and took advantage of. It, it, it was a way to express the tone of the character to people, I think. Uh, whereas so much advertising, just you kind of your eyes glaze over because it's like it's a sales pitch you've heard before. It's 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 very. Um, but it's, uh, what do you look? Is there, I don't know. I lost my. I completely house? lost my train. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just started looking out your window. I'm like, is there a deer? Well, I was, looking, I was looking. To, I was looking for the thought as it flitted out of my brain. <laughs> as it flew away. As it flew away. Um, well, I, I mean, if we're if let's let's talk more about our like supporting 
characters in this movie because um I, I mean we already mentioned her but uh she's my because i i love the ladies i'm a um nicole known woman lover and appreciator um the the dream girl in question uh vanessa who is uh she's she's an x-men 2 in the comics like she's like copycat i so don't she, know like, actually I, has I, powers I in yeah uh, so her vanessa's character actually has powers like in the comics um but i i can't pronounce what what's her name what's the actress's name uh marina bakarin i'm not 100 percent on that pronunciation she i she's great i i i really i i like her um yeah she she's just, not given a ton to do in this but she makes you believe that this really ridiculously kind of fantastical ideal woman character is like an actual person that you even passingly give a shit about and she has pretty good chemistry with ryan Reynolds. yeah well that's um, that's the thing that like overall makes this work as a movie is that it has a substantial emotional core and it's that relationship between deadpool it is it is tying and the whole thing together um, it's tying the whole thing together and the fact that you believe it like they're like i do like that establishing scene you know where they meet the bar they have that you know exchange which is funny they, it's funny they, that they're they, like they trauma with each other over about, being molested and she's like yeah, well like, i had to sleep in a dishwasher box and he's like you had a dishwasher like that that's funny that's funny and that's informative and you know they play ski ball together which is which is cute and then you know we get the calendar girl sex montage of the year which is funny i didn't mention this to you yesterday but um my dad uh played drums in an oldies band like up until like last year literally and one of the songs that was like constantly on like their set list was calendar girl (laughs) so every so like the first time that played in the theater i was just like just as as ryan reynolds is getting pegged i'm just like thinking of like my dad and his like fellow old ass men playing like the county fair singing calendar girl um but i mean like (laughs) it's good to be reminded of your parents during a sex scene (laughs) i know i know um but like yeah she it's it's you know reddit guy meets his perfect reddit wife and but the miracle is that like she's not grading and their relationship isn't grading yeah like, she, it's, she's it's not grading and, and she passes for like a real actual person which is like really shouldn't like like i i think it's i think it's i think the reason passed, it works like, is i looked at the list of other people they were looking at for this one like taylor Schilling, which would have been like a really weird fit the the woman from that, orange yeah is the Black. from orange is the new black that would have been, yeah. like a weird um that would have been odd that would have been weird but like it, like I, like none of the other options is like this this wouldn't have like this would not have worked um but she's just genuinely charming and and sells that you think a woman like this would not that there aren't obviously depraved pop culture loving women out there but there's a certain kind of like no, nobody just loves everything about you that way like just every well, little embarrassing a, thing <laughs> well what's especially appealing about it and i think what makes that emotional aspect like what it, what makes a i mean they they have good chemistry together like she you know ryan reynolds is known for very you know just especially in this movie like quippy dialogue falling and uh marina she's volleying right back it's yeah. it's a great great dialogue great like 
you know, I mean, that, that's also why she was good them. in Firefly, right? Yeah, which was a Joss Whedon um, thing, and she she is good at those uh, uh, um, screwball comedy influenced exchanges. Yeah. She's very yeah. good. Yeah. I'm surprised we actually never mentioned screwball comedy as being like that is kind of like the origin of that quippy banter. And, that's, and I think part of why, like, is it's just the reason why everyone's sour on it now is one really lazy, hacky, bad execution, and two, uh, doing it in movies and things where it doesn't fit, and three, um, burdening actors who aren't good at it with it. Yeah. Right, because that's the thing. Like, like, like a huge chunk of that is just you have an actor that can sell it, um, and and she can actually really, really well. Um, honestly, she deserves more than just kind of the like TV work she gets. I think. Was, I agree. I think could have been landed more substantial, bigger stuff, but that's so it goes. I agree. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so well, yeah, who, but who's but, our who's our bad guy? Ah, uh, some guy. So Ed, some guy Ed and, Screen, and uh, Ed Screen. Um, he's he's the the Ajax. The uh, he's a he's another mutant who who's yeah, he's some, basically he's basically the bad scientist, but he's like villain. Yeah, it's 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 like the he's most fine. Slavic ass dude. Um, I don't think he's Slavic he's though. Fine, the character is fine. In this. Oh, he I was on Game of Thrones. That makes sense. There we go, and that um, that seems to be like the. And we've got uh, Gina Carano. Uh, oh God! Noted. Uh, uh, we have no. Importantly, we have two problematic transphobic people in this cast. Uh, we got no. TJ yeah, Miller is a transphobe. He's he's a champion of trans rights. And he's had sex with many transgender people. <laughs> and he even sent me a, a very troubling. You can't be transphobic if you're a, to an, a, a trans person. Yeah, we. Be, I mean, I I think like. Those kind of things, while like obviously shitty, are sort of beneath. Like this needs to be public notice. But at the same time, it exists in public, and it's very funny to read through the the level of like literally brain damage, narcissism. Yeah, uh, apparently, yeah. So the the the, the 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 one of the elephants in the room is uh, T J. Miller, who had you know a, a really really like. Solid run throughout the twenty. He was all over the place. He was literally he was all over everywhere. The place. TV and shows. He had Silicon Valley. He had like not lead, but substantial voice acting roles in like every CG animated kids movie and most of the like a lot of like kids TV shows. He's all over the place. Yeah, um, and like you just could not swing a dead cat without hitting TJ Miller in something. Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard that before, but. Okay. Swing a dead cat. Um, You've never heard. No, I've. I will be using that, but that's a normal. That's a normal thing. Normal people say. I swear to God. Maybe in Canada, definitely not here in New England. I don't know, but I. I believe you. I believe you about swinging a dead cat. Um, not that I. I would never do that. I. I that's dead. Love and respect cats. I. That. That is a, a, a precious cat. life. That. We're not. We're not. Our, well. Well, if it was Ken, Ken would Ken doesn't die. Ken will never die. He he'll just. I I I would like to. Next time I go up and see him, I want to like pick him up and spin him around like a baby. 
<laughs> but yeah, no, TJ Miller. Do the Titanic. Do the yeah, t- do Leonardo the Titanic. DiCaprio, oh, Titanic I, 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 oh, I would do like the, the uh, poor, circle poor of life. Poor cat dangling the off the end of a boat, flipping out. Claw <laughs> 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 on your face. <laughs> 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 literally crying. Um, yeah, so TJ Miller, like, this came out 2016. So, like, a little after this came, no, like, seven months after this came out, he had, like, an incident where he like assaulted an uber driver and then you know once me too started picking up steam a uh uh, a woman he attended uh university with came out and was like hey he assaulted me and got fucking really violent when we were having sex together and of course he you know said it was complete bullshit disparaged the accuser Basically, make made her out to be like, oh, it was, you that, know, that someone was from my the brain damage who was, thing who was too, mad so. at me. Um, it's just like, you, you know, fuck it. Of, of course, he's if he did it, of course, he's not going to admit to it, especially during like the height of Me Too. Um, but then, like, not even much later, he sent a like really unhinged email to a trans film critic. Uh, that's like publicly available to read um and then in 2018 made a bomb threat on amtrak uh and that basically resulted in him being like redubbed over for like the new how to train your dragon movie um i think and i think like got him kicked from like several other film he, films like that were either in development or silicon like, valley at that point. um He'd already quit Silicon Valley at that point, uh, which is what I remember because he had something about how he was going to do more important, like anti-Trump liberal <laughs> movies, like the Emoji movie, like the Emoji movie, which is which just oh, which just stood out to me as like just an insane thing to say. Um, yeah, well, I mean, well, T.J. Miller hasn't had much of a career since. Oh no, he, he just the only, like the only other immolated thing was, like, every bridge in. around him all at once. Yeah. Which which again does yeah. feel like something you do when your your brain is literally broken. Yeah, um, he someone or at least some representative or there's rumor has it that he suffered some sort of like brain injury or he, he talked whatever, about it but... on an interview years years and years ago. He had some okay. he had some sort of deformity or something in his brain that may or may not explain some of this behavior. Yeah. But not the, that last... explain is not necessarily synonymous with excuse for what it's worth, but, but I don't know. Yeah. for sure. He, he, he could just be just a completely self-involved prick, which like, you know, an actor or a celebrity, it's hardly fucking rare. Well, yeah. Well, one of his last like recent credits, um, other than a couple movies in like 2020, uh, is uh, kingdom hearts three. Where he plays, he, he voices the character of Fred. It's the character of Fred, everybody. Everyone's Fred, favorite Disney IP, Fred. Fred. It's it's Fred Bigglehorn from the YouTube videos. I have no idea who that's actually. Oh my god! It's it's the super the super annoying high pitched kid who had like. No, I, I know the shirt. joke. I know the joke. Okay. I don't know who the act. I wonder who the actual the character character is supposed to be. I have no idea. So oh, I don't, it's I don't that fucking Fred. know. Um. Anything's possible. Who, we also, also in our cast, we have, uh, oh, uh, Brianna Hildebrand plays Negasonic Teenage Warhead, which I also like her character just for the fact that, like, 
Miller and like the production team literally scraped the bottom of the fucking IP barrel. A, a Grant Morrison creation named after a song. Uh, uh like li- literally, literally just took this like completely under like yeah yeah ba- barely I mean, barely known character finding, and like finding something life fun to it. do with a z-lister is one of the i think fun parts about these sorts of things um but yeah no she's fun not a ton to do in this movie but she's fun i mean her actually her both her and colossus are both kind of fun colossus is very like gentlemanly arch good guy scolding Deadpool for his language. Like it's a, it's an obvious route to take, but it works. Like I said, this movie basically works. It's, it's not great. Um, yeah, no, it basically it's, works. it's, 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 it's as, as we said for like Ant-Man, this is a good movie to watch on an airplane. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good, little it's better a good than Ant-Man, movie. but it's, 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 well, it's, I mean, the thing, the big thing that this has going for it, like, especially like we're, we're really grading this on, a curve of like the the shit we usually have to watch, which it are is big. Our usual better, yeah, than it, is it we want we want tits, barely. boob, dick and balls, uh, gore, people's arms getting ripped off, people head heads exploding. You know, so this this movie delivers a lot more on like conceptually fun gore, but the thing that you know undercuts it, of course, is that it's pretty much Shocker, all it's CG. all done with computers and. It's that well just done makes enough. it less like effective. The first, uh, like the first, the first, like the first, like fifteen minutes during you know that overpass, like when that that guy gets launched into like the highway sign, it's just fucking splatters. Like that's great. That's fine. You know, even, though it's, even though it's CG, it's it. you know it's it's great conceptually because like a you're not gonna fucking get that in an MCU movie where like literally yeah. the most violent thing we have seen in the MCU was we the guy getting shredded guy, by the crane which is propeller in first that they, they let that in that movie I don't know how <laughs> which that is got so through. cool they should do more of that uh you know you get like well, I mean they the might if enough, ripped off shit like, like that I mean uh, this stuff overlaps with kids stuff so much I don't know if they ever really could commit to it but my the thing is they could like if it makes enough money consistently they could start doing R-rated movies like this and then it'll be like It'll have, oh, it'll have gore and it might even have some sex and nudity, but then it'll still be the same shit otherwise. So I don't want to give it too much credit for that. As, oh, as much as it, I love it, sicko shit, I don't want to give it too much credit for that. Oh, of course. We, yeah, the, no, the pendulum could have... swing and we could find ourselves with the same formulaic generic shit. Just, oh, well, yeah, it's bloody formulaic generic shit. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, we were, when we were watching this together, like, you know, we were. Like, we were into, like, the gore stuff, but, like, every time it happened, you know, every time, like, just CGI applied, I'd be like, uh, 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 like, it's, 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 like, the, and, like, a lot of these movies, like, the CG green screen, There's some really, there's some rough compositing. There's some Uh, rough-ass compositing where it's just, like, it's really, it feel looks very fuzzy around, like, the actor edges where, you know, you can tell they're, like, just walking in front of, like, a green set. You know, there's some like act practical like set shit in the foreground, but it's you know like backdrops. Yeah. It's like all CG. Where during like certain scenes, of course, not like when they're in like the bar and Ryan Reynolds and yeah. T.J. Miller are quipping back and it's forth. It's a bit and better looking bombing. than average for these movies. It doesn't have it, quite that oh, same. Oh yeah, it's lit better. Tedious um, sheen. It's not color graded like wet cement, which is always yeah. a plus. You know, but it I, does, you can look yeah, at it. Like, 
I mean, some of it, like, especially for a movie that's a comedy, primarily, something like, like, he's got that, it's a really fun bit where his hand gets chopped off and he has a little baby hand growing back. I like a, that. A gross little baby hand. And it's all CG. And I was watching, I was like, if it was just like a little. It would be so much funnier if it was hand. a practical. Yeah, or just and, like, like a dull baby hand. And, it, and it wouldn't move. And like, even if it yeah. didn't move and it was like really like cheap and un, uh, uh, unanimatronic, that like even in its pure artifice would be funnier to me than the CGI hand. Uh, right? Yeah, no, we we and, were like we were thinking of ways to make this movie like fun. Like again, this movie and that, that's the thing. Just like practical. when it comes to splat stick, yes, um, it needed practical splat. Practical stick, stuff sort of. like is funnier in part because it's more blatantly artificial, right? That and because you also have to think about like, oh, it's Ryan Reynolds getting like bukkaked in the face with like buckets yeah. of blood, like, like that's conceptually funny evil dead like well. evil dead 2 if, if it was the exact same movie but you did a lot of that stuff with cgi oh not would not be as entertaining and funny a movie and i'm not saying you can't like it's not like cgi is inherently bad but there's there's ways of using it that are more and less effective more and less convincing more or less prone to jar you out of it, the conceit of it and but again this is like everything almost seems like it's cgi see a lot of cgi body doubles for stunts and stuff and it's like you know Which, like i'd be more yeah. engaged if you had like a few real squibs a few real like body stumps and, and gouts of blood come out of hoses and just having a few of those for certain shots would sell the other stuff that you do with cgi for for whatever production efficiency yeah. reasons or, or just you couldn't do it otherwise reasons but you need that like, like I said about like the thing about like, oh, why, why does Jurassic like people say the CGI in Jurassic Park still looks better than any movie that came out today? It doesn't actually. Like you watch it, like if you really look close, you're like, oh, that looks like a PlayStation cutscene, um, or, or or at least but, like the texture on like the dinosaurs are, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's compared to like but they what were, we would see. They now, were really but- careful with compositing, and they're really careful. With with kind of how they shot it, it is you know it's oh it's and, dark and it's Phil at Tippett. a distance it's in range. Don't forget Phil Tippett. Yeah, and they're really careful to have things like, oh you know the dinosaur comes stomping along and it like moves bushes around it as it goes, and and then they would have other shots of animatronics and and puppets and and like dinosaur legs on sticks that are really there, and by intercutting between those two and taking like that extra care with with compositing and having physical things respond to it, you get that extra layer of convincingness, whereas another movie maybe has better objectively CGI shots, but it doesn't have those other elements selling it the same way. It's just kind of dropped, dragged and dropped in. Well, not really. I know those compositors are all working really hard, but that's the, 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 the it's, it's yeah. the, the movie we're... is shot, assuming they will just drag and drop in. Um, and it lessens the overall effect. Um, yeah. And that's just, and I, and and again, like I just like and we've t- talked before, it's like they mean this movie still has almost twice the budget Robocop had. Yeah. And I mean I know they're probably spending a big chunk of money on Ryan Reynolds. Um I'd be curious to know what he actually took. From actually, the yeah, to be let's in this. let me look that up. If this was such a passion project for him, I'm I'm interested to see. Yeah, hold on. Let me talk. I mean, while if I he if he up. got points on the back end, he made out like a fucking bandit. Um But it like, yeah, it is like what's stopping you 
from doing this stuff if 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 you if if other movies with a comparable budget could do it. He uh, his base salary was apparently just two million for Deadpool. Oh, he definitely had points on the back end, though, for sure. Oh, uh, oh, absolutely. He definitely had like but yeah. Know, so so it's not like those other movies where it's like, well, half our budget went to an a, a given actor. Yeah, it went to Robert Downey Jr. to say lines. So it's like. I mean, I don't know. Is it is it just like if you said we want to do this practical to studio guys just go no just for like kind of more studio guy brain reasons? Or is it just because it would make the yeah, shoot go too like long? Yeah, for like so they can like get a lot of coverage and like you know change things yeah. last minute. Oh, that's probably part of it. So they can constantly it's it's easier to just completely fuck with the movie in post production and tune it to be exactly what you think people want the day it comes out. Right. Yeah. right, right. That's the other other big reason they do this. But it's like. Oh, for God's sake, just make a movie, you bastards. You, you, you cheap, stupid fucking <laughs> Yeah, cheap, make stupid a fucking, fucking movie. bastards. The, the Boston just jumped out right there. Um, I, thought you were, I thought you were doing Chris Pratt's new Mario voice. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Um, well, speaking of but it just, Chris yeah, just, Pratt. It just, it just sucks a little life out of the movie that would otherwise be yeah. a little oh yeah like, like there that. is a better version of this and that exists Joy. in my head yeah um, like that, that would be like a half star for me if if they had like some some stumps gushing blood out of a hose style you know that would be so fun um but yeah speaking of chris pratt uh and just like reddit humor because I know that was that was your big worry I mean, this, going in, this, but it, this, this movie is. It, it, I mean, there's stuff that's genuinely funny or at least like amusing, but it is pretty Reddit. It's it's the humor hasn't aged great. Um, it was really just kind of for its moment. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's at like, its, like, like, it's, at its def- best when it's like referencing like the cell the contain like X Men universe and making fun of like like there's. Like what do you, uh, you know? What do you when it's the, like which which, present, which professor Xavier JPEG? Or, you know the Hugh Jackman's ball stapled stuff like stapled that. to his face. That was that yeah. was actually pretty funny. Like those are funny, but it's like when it when it veers outside into like general pop culture, like you know, like Sinead O'Connor or something, which is you know well, that's that's that whatever. Thing, though, but like, like I mean, he's an he's an annoying guy that talks in pop culture references, so it's like. It, yeah, it, but I mean, then the joke has to be he's an annoying guy that talks in pop culture references, not the pop culture like pop like pop culture references are part of language and part of how people communicate, especially now. You can't I'm, really I'm the worst get of around that them. It's just a question of how you deploy them and where the actual punchline is. And in some cases, it's like, oh, the joke is he's an anno- he, he he's he's this guy who killed like. 50 guys with a sword, but he, he he's also a guy that talks like this, which is a, a, a basically amusing conceit. And then other times, it's just you're supposed to be like, oh, wham, that's so wacky. He's got wham on vinyl, which is like... Uh, he's, playing, he's playing wham on his phone. It's, it's listen, it's Careless Whisper, the the meme song, which there there's also something to be said about like, because this is another thing we're, we're constantly keeping track of in this movie is, is like the needle drop. There are there are yeah. needle drops in this movie, yeah. and a lot of them are pretty obvious. Pretty on the um, nose, yeah. Which uh, to, to like the tone of this, the the fact that this movie takes is so tongue in cheek 
in many ways with like the the tone and like the humor like it gets that's, kind of a pass for that to be like a little more actually, blatantly obvious yeah where it's not trying to be like thing. self-serious like suicide squad was in using those like oh it's house of the rising sun it's, it's, where it's well, you know was, it's careless yeah, whisper it's like it's, like, it's, it's just like it's winking. epic and the audiences get so hyped but I mean, that's that's a thing that frustrates me with a lot of comedy writing lately that i see in like especially animated sitcoms and stuff is we're gonna lampshade we're gonna be like hey look it's a cliche yeah. it's an obvious yeah. thing it's lame but we know it's lame and you know it's lame and we're all both in on it and so it's really funny it's like after you Why know are you holding a knife after a while it's a letter opener you're still holding it's just okay again it's a letter opener this is, this it's not a knife it it's, it's not very sharp some, someday we should just like record ourselves what like vi- like get video because you could just like because just so i could so just Stu's going off on you know talking i'm a and fidgeter and a hand right hand he's just holding what looks like a, a, a knife it's just like like it's like oh no it's a letter opener it's a letter bitch opener. it's still a sharp long object it's it's slightly pointy, but it's really not sharp. Like, I can, okay, but so far I can, I can do this, and it doesn't. It's like it's less you, sharp. It's like butter. Well, yeah, but now but, this is now that this is now the second weapon you've waved around on video call with me. Oh, that, had the that, gun. that other thing was a replica that like could not <laughs> so, do anything. Um, <laughs> this is this it was is a, re- a replica Civil War to- weapon. Anyway, um, my point is lampshading, obvious cliches, corny stuff lame stuff and then doing it anyway is a, a fucking cop-out it's it's a cop-out and i'm really annoyed with it and i'm really sick of it you're you're not clever you're lazy just just if you're if you're going to subvert a cliche then write something new or novel or interesting yeah. that will surprise me it's it is horseshit it's it's just malibu stacy's new hat that says malibu stacy's new hat on it that's not fucking clever yeah. I'm an old man. I'm in my 30s. I demand better from my cartoons and from my big stupid goddamn movies. So help me God. They've taken Disco Elysium away from me. I have nothing left. Yeah, that's you've been you've been po- Disco Elysium posting a lot lately. Oh, well, yeah, I know. Is, I know that something is so happens, unrelated to anything else we're talking about. But it's about, unrelated. But we could. Yeah, if, if you who want, gives a like, shit about being on topic? Fuck topics. We're above that. Yeah. Do you We're think? Do you that. think Deadpool would want us to be it's on the 20, topic? It's you the twenty first century. Other shit. We will talk about. It's the twenty first century. Co- 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 coherence is dead. We're in the multiverse now. There is no cause and no effect. There's no before and after. There's only the eternal now. Um. Anyway, oh yeah. So it turns out. So Disco Elysium. For those not know the. Uh, the the maybe best written video game of all time, uh, a, a role playing game, a real role playing game, which means the entire game is about talking to people and then dice roll to decide uh, whether or not they like what you have to hear, basically what you have to say, basically. And um, the 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 whole core creative team of like disaffected countercultural left wing Estonians that like built the whole thing and made it what it was were quietly forced out of the studio they founded to make the game by the money guys um and so you know if if there's ever a sequel or a follow-up or something else it's just gonna have none of the key people that made it involved 
but it will have based on their job listings like people specializing in like microtransactions and marketing and games as service shit. So, you know, yeah, like my one of my favorite works of like art and entertainment and in any medium, much less video games of the past decade, maybe the whole century so far. Um, you know, they did what you'd expect to it and destroyed it as they do all things. Uh, I'm a little bummed, a little bummed, a little bummed out by that turn of events. Um, yeah, well, it's, that's, that's I haven't played Disco Elysium, but yeah, I, I think it's you should. It's, it's great. It's there's there's yeah, a it's, I think it's yeah. Obviously, I regardless stand with the original creative team. Um, because apparently they were fired under completely bullshit reasons. Well, I don't know if it was fired per se or kind of like there's various ways you can kind of shuffle people out, you know, if they aren't. Oh, yeah. Well, falling in line with de facto your monetization schemes and stuff. But it got it got big. It got big and, and the, the investors behind it got dollar signs in their eyes, which is what happens, what happens with the comic book stuff. It's what happens with with all this stuff. If it gets to a certain scale of like oh we could really make real money off of this they will strip mine out everything that makes it unique and interesting so that they can make it palatable to the what i believe is an entirely hypothetical non-existent construct of the normal person um so you know that's what they do yeah they um oh we didn't even talk about colossus either although there's kind of not much to say other than it's a I, I, I mentioned him earlier. Oh yeah, he's all, yeah, he's all like CG, which is like, I mean, kind of understandable for for like what he is, but it's also like, cause I mean, I mean, I mean, like a big suit, a big metal suit would look pretty ri- ridiculous too. So I, I feel like that's kind of a no win situation with a. Honestly, Colossus is just proof that like these things should be entirely animated, right? Yeah. Like, Although this, there's, there's this, something this stuff kitschy like if you're, about it yeah when that's the thing like there's just something and I, I wonder again if that's like a purely generational thing to well, just I, find practical uh, stuff inherently more endearing and aesthetically appealing well i also i also think like as as we've said sort of like the dark gritty approach to comic book movies um like that's only really ever worked like in batman's favor where you, know, you want more more odd comparatively um but like you know just the the campy campiness and like you know having a more you know tongue-in-cheek or you know well, loose or more fun approach to the material like that's why the rate like first two spider-man rainy movies well, here's the thing i are don't so good because they're very sincere i don't want to like, be indulge in that prescriptive campy I don't yeah. want to be prescriptive and say a comic book movie or superhero story has to be X or Y or Z. It's just when they attempt to do this or or the preoccupation with doing everything in, in certain styles or forms doesn't work for, for the reasons we, we talk about like in every episode of the show, right? But it's not that, oh, it's a superhero movie, therefore it has to be campy or this or that. It's just trying to make certain characters, certain types of stories, certain aesthetic modes square the circle with this kind of vague approximation of I don't even want to call it realism, but like what they believe everyday audiences will respond to as plausible. Because there are admittedly a lot of people that will like if something's too out there, they will disengage. It has to yeah. 
connect to their sense of everyday reality in some way. And, and I mean, those people are kind of pathetic and devoid of imagination. Uh, they, they should be sterilized so they can't reproduce. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We do not, we do not support eugenics on this program. No, no, no. Eugenics is fine. It just, it should no. be based on, it should be based on, it should be based on taste and entertainment. God damn it, if it's based on entertainment, it's fine. All right. Like, pa- parody, parody. Do, do not cancel us. <laughs> allegedly parody. Um, Oh, we speaking, I feel like speaking, a statement like that should be so to... self-evidently absurd that anybody getting mad at us is only oh, exposing themselves no, as an imbecile. If if anyone tries to like cancel me, just by so yeah, like your 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 tweet, uh, attention, you mutual, your your brilliant viral uh, Ed two hundred nine tweet. Well, that, that post didn't so much go viral as that uh, it went viral in the right places. The guy. The, the, I forget his last name. I want to say it's Giovanni something. It's something. He he's, he's, he's like he, he like he's like done. He's gotten a lot of voice acting work in like smaller games. He does a lot of like voice impressions for yeah, me and stuff. Yeah, he, he 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 read it out and made it into a video, and that video went viral. But it still came. It still came from your mind. Though. It still came from my mind. It still, it still came from still my beautiful it. mind. Uh, but I didn't a, get the clout. No, and that's and what's important. The, that's what matters. The, uh, it's the fame, schizophrenia. It's the followers. Wait, no, was that was a beautiful night? Did he have schizophrenia? What was it? It was schizophrenia. Right? I never saw that movie. He, he does it. math. We something? watched it. You want to know something funny? Just, just a little, a little tidbit of cool information about the American public school system. Uh, we watched a beautiful mind in health class, just because the teacher didn't to, want to, to learn teach. about mental health. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Um, anyways, oh, we forgot. We got to talk about the Indian cab driver. Oh yeah, the Indian cab driver. So here's here's a take from Nicole. Uh, why are you putting me on the you said spot? It. You said it. It's very unrealistic that this guy okay, basically there's... lets Deadpool off the hook for not paying his cab fare because he forgot his wallet. No, he. Yeah. He... He'd flip out. He'd, yeah, he'd or, be demanding oh, his $30. He, does, like he, does. He, he would go to the ends of the earth. He, he would be calling Deadpool's manager. He would be sending you to a collection agency. He would get that $30 or die trying. I mean, he does He does put his like cousin slash romantic rival in the back of his trunk and presumably gets him killed oh, that's in a car a plot, accident. That's, that's, they never really resolve that. He just kind of leaves the movie with his... With his cousin in the trunk. Yeah, he's done. Wait, I think I think he's back in the sequel though. Yeah. Let me let me double check. I want to say he's. I mean, he's also okay. The, sequel, the actor's but... pretty good. He's again. It's a pretty minor he's, part. It's, like, yeah, it's fine. It's a it's a minor part, but it's also like you know very very like it, it's one of those things where it's like you know playing into the stereotype, but also you know lampshading the stereotype itself, which is like oh well now it makes it. You know, f- fine to do. It's, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll yeah, no, there's a, yeah, there's a no, lot of Indian cab whatever. drivers for various socioeconomic there are a lot of Indian cab reasons. Drivers. You know, there's just economic conditions funnel minorities into niches in society. It's uh, not necessarily racist to observe it's- that. But what it is racist is. You know what? I, I I was trying to think of a punchline as I was saying it, and I just stalled right out, man. 
Um, I mean, this this movie is just like I said, it's not the, the thing. I can, the thing that's most interesting about this movie is what it represents in terms of this kind of potential horizon for slightly lower budget, kind of like lower risk, higher reward, R-rated or vaguely countercultural superhero movies. Like there is, uh, as 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 Marvel becomes kind of homogenous or, or hegemonic would be a better term. That was the term I was looking for. As Marvel becomes hege- hegemonic, the, 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 it creates its own market for anything else, for, for people who want something else, who want some sort of counterpoint, who want either something contrasting or subverting or whatever. Like that's why The Boys exists as a show is because that show is for all the people that are sick of Marvel stuff and are looking for something else or, or particularly something that kind of directly attacks it, lampoons it, subverts it, uh, darkly mirrors it, whatever. Um, that's why people cling to the Zack Snyder DC movies is that they reflect a contrasting approach to superhero stuff that takes it kind of more seriously and 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 mythically and then the deadpool thing it's like violence and titties and joking at its own expense which the marvel stuff can i mean it'll do a little bit but is it's, yeah, it, it's it, it, but it it doesn't really want to deflate I mean, there itself is that too much joke in guardians but it's it's one plum joke and it is brought to us by mushroom kingdom here we come so your your mileage yeah. but definitely it's like varies. the Marvel movies don't want you to th- don't don't want to be like ha ha we're lame they want to be like ha ha we seem yeah, lame but we're actually not that's a fine but important distinction. and they're also you're never gonna get a pegging scene no, no, in no. an MCU movie like that's never gonna happen yeah. so just like on the basis of this being again we're grading this on 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 the marvelous curve let's let's call it the marvelous curve. Um, so I know there are like some people who will probably be like, you know, they're being too way too generous with this movie, which is like, fuck off. You try doing our the, job. The Marvelous Curves, and there's two of them, and, and one of them goes kind of like this, and another one kind of goes like this, and it uh, and it looks like a titty in a, a waistline. Is what I'm aiming for. The no, it goes <laughs> like we're doing. We're really doing visual jokes on this audio uh, media podcast, or, or or no, or sometimes there's a movie that goes like this and then kind of circles like like that. Two hours later, and we watch another movie and it's like really good, so it's like right right up here. Three hours later, but then the next one we watch is kind of a bomb, so it's like that. Can you move it along? I'm all out of time cards. And there we go. I just made a dick in the air. There is a dick in the air in this movie. We did see a dick in There's this a... movie. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. We. That's right. We didn't. We. I. We talked about that before we hit record. Um, I th- it was right we? at the beginning. I don't right remember. Right at, um, right at the beginning. Um, and I did confirm apparently. So there is that there was prosthetic makeup used for you know Deadpool, um, including like a whole body prosthesis uh, for like the. You know, nude fight There's scene, a which is points which where is so people funny, like, like peel the, the, things off them. They actually had a little bit of like gooey gunk there, which I appreciated. Which but is like, yeah, which is very nice. Of course, through, right? um, yeah. But, uh, no, but, but I just like, I want to talk about. Um, oh yeah, and I mean they did. I 
I mean, maybe it's something out of one of those later X-Men movies, too. But I'm pretty sure at the end, they're holed up in like a, a in the midst of being scrapped S.H.I.E.L.D. helicarrier. Which, which oh, suggested yeah, right. that it's... they anticipated that this was all going to get tied back in, that Disney was, was on its way not to a bad. I mean, not a bad like assumption just considering like disney is boring yeah. everything but, but it raises a weird questions about how again like and that's the same thing with like the post justice league dc movies where you've got all of these things that are kind are, are kind of in continuity and kind of not you have this like really muddled sense of which in, a, in something that's ostensibly a cinematic universe where in theory and they don't actually this you're you're your characters have long character arcs and the world and builds theory. and changes and gets filled out and it's supposed to be cohesive and, and expansive. And instead like, you have this problem where um, as it gets bigger and more unwieldy, things make less and less sense and become more in- incoherent and trying to fold the X-Men into the MCU is going to raise a lot of questions like where the hell were they for everything leading up to this point? How did nobody mention sentinels or mutants at any point in the mcu up until now and vice versa yeah um which is not like a well, cinema well, that, that's, thing when your entire premise is but, that all of this stuff yeah. is supposed to be cohesive and build off each other and not undermine but that's why that does that multiverse like thing they're going for is, it's a cop-out you know that's that's it's the, it's, well, it's that's a golden ticket to do can, whatever the hell you can, want yeah, without they, having to think yeah. very hard about it. Now they can have their cake and eat it too, essentially, which I can't blame them. It's a you know business, but I think like the results of that, we're going to get a lot less interesting stuff, especially if it's from the Disney company. Well, here's, here's what so. here, this is why one I think is is interesting here. Like, so we've got like okay, R-rated, like we've got this different tone and style and market for these movies uh, with the R rating and everything that comes with that and the sense of humor. Um, so as they go on, what I think might happen is rather than have a cohesive Marvel universe, and I mean, the comics did this too. They had the Marvel ultimate line, which is just like all your same characters, but edgier um, in, in a parallel universe where they could do that. And they'll probably do that here. They'll like, okay, we have your main Marvel universe. And then we'll also have uh, a somewhat, smaller budgeted Marvel, they already mentioned this, a Marvel R universe. So we might make R-rated movies. We're going to have to tell the audience to separate out the audience, right? And those will probably have a bit lower budget, but they'll be more violent and maybe even have some sexuality in them. And they'll be in like yeah, a parallel yeah. part of the multiverse. You've got your multiverse is just there, yeah. your quadrants of your market. And that I think is maybe the or they'll take a page from Joker and you know try to make these like the the prestige. Well, that, that's the thing. It'll, sort of. The multiverse will let them just break everything Do, apart yeah. into like here's movies for this market, movies for that market, movies for that market, movies for that market. This budget, that budget. But the multiverse conceit will let them still take any two points in that um, on that map and tie them together. So it's like, well, if R-rated Blade does well, and we think there's some synergistic appeal with uh, Barney the Dinosaur. We can find a way to put them in the same movie. <laughs> well, well, first of all, the Blade movie is probably not happening because, A, they were going to try to make it PG-13, which, like, fuck off. You can't make a PG-13 Blade. Um, and the director walked over it, so it's completely up in the air whether but, but you see, you see, but I mean, you see my point, not. right? Like, But, yeah. You, oh, you yeah, can make... Yeah. 
any version of anything for any market and make any combination of those things when you want to try and combine those audiences together into something larger. Yeah. Um, which which is it can probably leave like no room for anything that isn't part of a franchise. Everything's going to be... Um, you know what? When Super Smash Brothers came out and then Kingdom Hearts 20 years, 20, 25 years ago, that was a vision. Jesus Christ. Of, well, Kingdom Hearts is like 20 years, 20, Damn, 18 I know, years ago. I know. It's Smash Brothers like, was like no, 90, the, 90, the, 90, the, 90, that's late. I know, but like just the fact that you brought like Kingdom Hearts was 20 years ago just made me feel like so fucking old. But that's that's the future. Even though I was literally a child that's, when it came out. That's the future but, uh, of yeah, big anyways. budget corporate produced entertainment. Or that is a looming yeah. future. Like nothing's set in stone. I don't, you, you never know. What could happen? There's, there's still time to save I mean, cinema, like, guys. The changes in the political economy could upend the studio system the way it did in the end of the 60s. Like, I don't know. But that is, assuming there isn't I mean, there changes, COVID. <laughs> that's kind of what's coming down the pipe is um, you're going to go to the, yeah. you're going to go on your streaming or maybe even go to a theater and you're going to watch like, um, it, it might be called like, uh, um, you know, you know, Super Mario Rise of the Return or whatever the naming convention becomes in 10, 20 years. But it'll be like Mario will have maybe the most no, screen time. Well, it'll, no, it'll have some subtitle or prefix or something. No, there's going to – in the future, there's going to be a – They won't a number Mario them because like, numbering them – No, would, here's a terrible idea. A dark, gritty Mario Brothers movie is just called Mario. I, I think we're the dark and gritty thing. I think is in the bed for a while. I think they're done doing that. I hope it is. I well, I mean, the fucking Batman did pretty yeah, well. Yeah, but I mean, so that's I Batman's. But Batman's again, that's always Batman. had a dark and gritty variant. Da- Batman's more versatile. Yeah. Like you can go dark and gritty or super camp. You're kind of anywhere Batman on that spectrum. Has that like the Tim Burton kind of straddles the line with with those two, right? Or, or but, yeah, um, yeah. That's... But like it's like it'll be called like Rise of the Mario final conflict but it'll be like it's 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 super mario and it's kyle reese from the terminator and it's um doc brown and they're in the delorean and they've got to go save uh, fucking velma yeah, Dinkley. from dr doom's castle yeah and, and it'll just be just like string of events that like someone somewhere running a wiki will make sense of but that Nobody else will, but you'll just go along with it because it's bright and colorful yeah. and it's got to cast you like saying things that are mildly amusing. And and it's just this. It's it's you ever see the movie The Indian in the Cupboard? No, but you've you've mentioned it. I, I, I've probably said it on, on a previous, previous episode, episode and like and, and Miguel clipped like a whole ass audio clip of it of the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> just because yeah, you I, mean, it up. I don't know how many people remember that movie. Um. You a real Indian? I am Onondagaga, Wolf Clan, Iroquois. Iroquois? I've heard of them. Gee. Were you always this small? I'm not small. You are big. But I'm not big. You are so small. Can you be the peacemaker? I'm a boy. My name is Omri. Great spirit can be a child. Who are you? Oguai. Little bear. 
But he's, I, I just I never thought I'd remember it previous, being a trailer on many VHSs. If you don't remember this, me bringing this up previously, a uh, kid gets a cupboard and he puts toys in it and the toys come to life. And he's got a little Indian, a little cowboy in the parlance of the film, in the times, little uh, toys. Uh, uh, yeah, Native And he puts American. them in and they come to life and then they fight, but then they learn to live in peace with each other. But there is a scene where he gets all his toys, he puts them all in there and there's Robocop and the T-Rex and Darth Vader. Which I mean must have been like it was a Disney movie, but so they must have really worked for the licensing. Oh, that was the OG. That was the original fucking uh, Ready Player One. Yeah, but that is that 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 thirty second gag in Indian in the Cupboard is the future of entertainment. Yeah, Um, I know it's a a a a cupboard stomping on a human face forever. Yeah, Um, I guess I I I think we're kind of done talking about Deadpool. Yeah, he. To now, and, and I mean, like it's a. Like, char- I mean, and I mean, I guess the other thing is that Deadpool's just kind of like much more, much less, much more weekly. So he's kind of a Joker alike in that I'm such a fucked up, weird yeah. guy. I'm like this guy's kind of dig him. Um, and I think he was also like, in a time when comics were kind of like, sort of like they're. They, I mean, they're ridiculous substantively, but they were kind of going through that very like. 15 year old self serious edgy phase i think deadpool was yeah fuck you mom became he became kind of a breakout character in the 2000s i think because he was a, a change of a, a welcome change of pace from everything else comics were doing i'm i'm guessing i will will we'll have people who know comics better on at some point they, they'll confirm or deny oh, hurry up i'm a busy man But um, yeah. that is in the works. But uh, but I think, and I, it, I think that's when he became a breakthrough character. When some when when people found him, used him as a vehicle to kind of do kind of interesting stuff, legitimately. Because like that the era of comics this movie draws heavily from, I did read, and it is like he's not fourth wall breaking, but he is like a pop culture reference guy. But he is also like they commit more to the like crazy and damaged thing. Not in a way that is occasionally yeah. like, like they, they. I remember it. Anyway, it's not I remember it. I don't know. I can't say those comics actually hold up, but like it was mostly like comedic and like more like very, very more like amoral and chaotic neutral. But then occasionally like they would, in what's I remember being a relatively deft way, don't hold me to that, kind of go with like, oh, he is like a really fucked up guy who, who does not have like his personality together. Um, in a way that was generally kind of interesting, in addition to being a break from what comics were doing at the time that made it. And then the fourth wall thing was just, I think that came later as the character got more pushed that crazy direction. And I don't know how that stuff holds up because I didn't read, I didn't read like Deadpool and Cable really, which is I think where they really got into like, yeah. I'm aware I'm thinking in word bubbles. And you can like look up the panels of that and the humor in that is a little hasn't aged super well because it's like a lot of humor in this but it was yeah, it's very like the way this yeah. movie came out at a time when it was a break from what uh everything else was so it's kind of the right movie at the right time um this the same way the character broke through in comics like 10 12 years earlier the same way but it's also like like i think we can agree like the movie doesn't really commit or deliver the way it could if it wasn't subordinate to this franchise apparatus right 
It doesn't it doesn't go as hard as it could yeah. to get as out there as it could. Um you know, Blind Al's kind of barely in this and and she's kind of like the the central one the, the central other figure in that run of comics. It yeah, like the, the, we didn't even to mention. the extent those comics have like an emotional core, it's um Deadpool's weird relationship with Blind Al, who is like kind of a hostage, it turns out at some point you find out. In that situation, I don't know. Again, I, I, don't, I can't say that those hold up. I remember them being more interesting than I thought they would be at a, a kind of emotional level when I read them at like age eight, 19, whatever it was. Um, but I just, yeah, it's like even, mm-hmm. even the stuff that comes along that feels like a break from the mold isn't really. Like I looked at reviews and people like, oh, this movie is so sick and twisted and out there. It's like, not really. Yeah, this has a like a pretty hot. This has a yeah. high ass rating. It has like a three point seven. Like, it only box. seems that way in comparison to everything around it, right? Yeah, sure. Again, on that curve, but off that curve, it's like there's been lots of outrageous, absurdist, horny, violent movies that have gone way harder like, or like, way like, sicker. Like what? <laughs> like like. Like, should you watch something else? Here we this go. Is, yeah. This is Nicole. This hello. This is Nicole ASMR time. You're hello. just like you can all hear it's my getting nasally, late. I desperately want to end the episode because you're on the wrong time zone. <laughs> no, this is yeah. I'm in a different ass time zone, and there I still gotta watch the the season premiere of Chucky. I, I love the show Chunky. Oh Chunky. yeah. Oh, they're doing a Hellraiser uh, they, one of those too. Out. I, I don't have Hulu. I can't watch it. So oh, right, you learned to. And it's I, not hard for God's sake. Everybody. I don't, the, I'm not even interested in seeing the Hulu Hellraiser. Like I'm it just it doesn't sound mild. Who cares? As someone that's I, only seen the first, first two movies, is fantastic. I don't need to curious. see anything else. But I have um, I've heard enough good things about this. Yeah. The, this new Chucky show. I might check it out. I do have a soft spot for it's it's uh, fun. Bride it's of good. Chucky. Chucky is, and it's practical dolls. They're actually throwing fucking dolls around. And there's also like little. It'd be, it'd be way too easy to outfits. just do that it's all CGI. Great. Like. And they didn't. And they didn't. That's why it's not too easy, but too. Um, So, yeah. You know what? I would say, like, for my watch something else, I would definitely, I would definitely say check out Chucky. The second season just premiered. Uh, If you're a big, big fan of uh, Jennifer Tilly and her big old yum yums, like I am. And like I I know Stu is. I saw um, Bride of Chucky when it came out on video and I was like eight years old. Um, and that's how you got your first boner. Uh, maybe. Uh, and that, well, I mean, she was also in Liar Liar around the same time. And that, so, yeah. And, and Bound. I've never she's seen fucking, Bound. She's like, got, it's on my list oh, forever. Bound is fucking awesome. It's, yeah, she's she's like goth Betty Boop, basically. It's it's great. And, and Gina Carano Not is Gina like Carano, Gina lesbian Gershon. Jolene Juna. Gina Gershon. <laughs> again, we were just, because we, yeah. It's not as funny as me dropping like Gordon Cole. <laughs> that, that's, I think that's still like the hardest you've ever laughed on this show because of me. It was just com- complete brainworm incident. Um, I mean, I'd also like I watched Dark Man pretty recently, and that's like you know Sam Raimi's superhero movie. Like before there, before Spider Man, uh, that was kind with, of the movie. A guy but, who kind of loses his mind and has a fucked up face and doesn't want to show his girlfriend yeah. his fucked up face. It's, you know, it's very, very similar thematically like that, just in terms of, um, although Darkman, I don't think Darkman is actually, like, based it's on It's not based on any pre-existing like, stuff. It's, it's 
Yeah, which it is interesting. Of, to, to I, like, learn. I definitely saw the like comic book superhero element to it, but I did, and and it really checks out when I watch the the Red Letter Media review. They also mentioned that it's also kind of like a universal monster movie. Monster movie, yeah. which is like upon thinking about, it, I was like, okay, yeah, that also totally checks out. Um, particularly like some of the staging and stuff. Yeah, like the Invisible Mayor. Yeah, kind. Well, he looks. He, he kind of looks with. Um, when he's when he's not wearing a when his face is bandaged up, he, he looks like the Invisible Man, uh, who when he's not yeah, invisible is all like, bandaged up and wearing like a big jacket and. Hat. Or even you know what if 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 like because like I I, I think Deadpool's face is like serviceably ugly enough, but it's like it could like if I'm just thinking like you know they they put Liam Neeson in practical makeup effects for dark man he's got you know that like skeleton jowl and it's gross and like so even something like that like more where you know it's not just like i have really like pockmarked pepperoni skin yeah like that's he's you know, yeah he, just, that's a better but, like yeah gross face like very artificial blatantly artificial but like very it's a better oh, gross or face like, what if he looks like oh <gasps> What if he looks like the fucking Tar Man in Return of the Living Dead? Oh shit! There's a good. There's that a good in terms s- of like darkly comedic sicko movies. Return of the Living Dead. There's a great bull. Return of the Living um, Dead is a, a great I dark sicko that. movie. Spooky season. It's the tis the season. Um, yes, yeah, so Return of the Living Dead. That's a good one. Um, I've probably mentioned Dead Alive before, but there's a, a a nasty, funny, ridiculous movie. Yeah, or um, uh, from. Peter Jackson, who'd later go on to win eleven I, Academy I'm, Awards. I'm going to definitely be watching that <laughs> um, this this uh, Halloween season. Uh, a, a lesser known, I don't know if I would say less. I don't want to say lesser known per se, but like I think a little bit forgotten movie that I I've only seen like once, but I remember enjoying more than I thought I would. Uh, a Clive Owen action comedy called Shoot 'Em Up. I remember the trailers for that. There, there's for a that movie, movie where he, he has movie. a gunfight while fucking. Actually, I think it's Monica Bellucci. What? While he's fucking her and Wait, like doing no like John Woo gun ballet, and then when the when and then when it finishes, he says, "Talk about blowing your load." No fucking way! No way! Wait, hold on. Is this a tweet of the whole exchange? Hold on. All right, it's, it's now been we're a while get since Nicole's I've seen it, but reaction. I remember it being pretty <gasps> enjoyable. Like, like very silly, but like pretty enjoyable. Um, okay, wait. It's oh, shoot 'em up. Yeah. Okay, not smoking aces. Oh fuck, smoking aces. There's yeah, shoot 'em up. There's, that's two thousand seven. That yeah, same gun movie. Smoking aces. That's a movie I haven't thought about in a long time. Again, it's just, just, I haven't. This I is, haven't this seen this the... in like over 10 years but i remember it being a lot of fun um i'd say better better action okay. and, and more right. i have i have x videos ones. up there's this uh, there's a seven it's minute long videos. monaco Bellucci sex scene <laughs> yeah there's oh, it's got Jackman. paul giamatti is the the main antagonist hold on i want to see i want to see the part where oh there he is looking like matt chrisman <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I, I just want to see the part where... Oh, there's a baby! No, I just want to see the part where he's, like, fucking and shooting. Uh, oh, here we go. Why is the audio... Why is the volume for this so shitty? 
<laughs> I get to watch this and Sue doesn't. Well, I've seen it before. Oh, she's just letting this baby cry. Whose baby is that? Oh, 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 yeah, they're fucking in. Oh, yeah, he's got yeah. the gun. Oh, oh, here we go. <laughs> that, that might be the best part of the movie, too, baby. It's worth checking out. So much later that the old narrator got tired of waiting and they had to hire a new one. Talk about shooting yeah. alone. Oh my god, that was and that, that might great. be the best part of the movie, but that is like <laughs> the whole movie is basically that tone. Um I, I yeah, I remember it oh being, a, being a, a solid watch. Um so you can you can check that out. Um Woo. Oh man. All right. Well, do we have any idea what we're gonna do next episode to be determined? Um, Maybe Oh wait, no, we should do the fucking uh uh, the the fucking amazing yeah, Spider Man. Yeah, we gotta do that, and I think we gotta do the 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 at least the main three Star Wars reboot sequels. Oh, uh, I've not seen Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I watched or, it out of morbid I, curiosity, uh, like a like a bad rip of it when it came out, and I had to I got a headache and had to like get up and like pace every like twenty minutes because it was like really infuriatingly terrible. Um. Like oh, it is I'm like the force awakens is bad and like, like normal, like watchable, but just doesn't hold together in substantive blockbuster way. Uh, Rise of Skywalker is terrible in a genuinely terrible. How did a movie this expensive and important come out this bad way? Uh, it's kind of it, it is. I, I think Rise of Skywalker might uh, the, the uh, last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, I think will actually both be kind of interesting in as one as like a partial success partial failure and another as a total failure force awakens yeah. i think is the least interesting one because it's just like competent is popcorn entertainment but then just has no substance not that like star wars and is yeah, super I've deep you rewatch those old ones and they've got some so hard when it came out uh, so we'll we'll see how i feel oh are you a stan it, but not a stand, but were I got you, that like my you, first you like, major like academic in Ra- paper. Were you Raylo? No, I wrote that academic paper that got published and I got an award for it. So yeah, well, we'll see. So yeah, we'll we'll be back next time on Marvelous. Don't worry. We're 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 busy and we got shit going on in our lives, but we'll always make time for you. There are dear listeners. Um oh, have we gotten any new patron? Oh, we you know what? Uh no, but there's someone we forgot to thank in a mainline episode last time. Uh, Tankbuster. Uh yes. Uh, the 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 uh, our uh, resident Zack Snyder stand in the Discord, which you should come and join and chit chat about movies in. Um, thanks for giving us your money and for listening to the show. Uh, Tankbuster and all of our patrons and all of our listeners. Uh, it means a lot. Uh, it's it's nice to have something you do find an audience and have people give a shit uh and uh tell you that you're really smart because that, that's really the only thing that's the entire load-bearing pillar of my ego is people telling me i'm smart when i say stuff it's it's the only thing keeping me going um so yeah, yeah tell me i'm and, smart uh, and give me, me your money i uh, me i don't i i don't i no longer really need your money because i'm i'm accepting a pretty nice new job that i'm very excited about so um but what I I will be more than happy to take is 
your compliments and your follows because I I I am an, I feel like I Nicole, have Nicole needs the followers. clout. I Sorry. need the money. I need the clout. I need the clout. A girl like I'm like a Boston Seven, maybe. Like I I think I think a Boston Seven or you know what when I clean up at the end of the day I'm I could I'm a solid eight I think I think it's fair to say. Um, yeah, I just you know follow me for more like weird Boston news. I also uh, write film reviews. I tweet a lot about weird horny movies and just weird shit in general frequent ava posting also ken you can follow me to follow me to uh look at just follow yeah we do have a pet posting channel on the discord we do and i i post pictures of ken a lot on there so yeah that's yeah that's the show guys Uh, Uh, movies are dead long live movies what viva viva cinema piss off motherfuckers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. Columbia Pictures invites you to unlock the door. Try it. Me? I relay. Believe your eyes. I have a magic cupboard that has a magic key. I put a plastic in me and in the cupboard and it came alive. You are so real. Yes. Are you? Open your mind. He is a real Iroquois man. He talks, eats, he trusts me. That's very interesting. Good imagination. And live the adventure. Wow, this is the plastic Indian? Not plastic anymore. Together, you know, cobbles and then you. Hey, everybody's so big. You can't. They're people. You can't use people. Learn to be a man. You should not do magic. You do not understand. From the best loved classic of adventure and imagination. I will be with you when the sun rises. One more time. The Indian in the cupboard. I'm like a Boston Seven. You know what? When I clean up at the end of the day, I'm like I'm a solid eight.